0: Video. It's the only way to get what you want to watch. Hello, my name's Justin Kluwer and here today with. Mark
1: Hanson, So, can we
0: retire you trying to do different names? Are you
1: already over it?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Even though I'm curious what it's going to be every week. I didn't actually
1: think about it this week until right now. I'm like, I got to do something different. (laughs) Yeah. Uh...
0: I feel like that's probably going to happen every single (laughs) time.
1: Okay. Well, (laughs) maybe I'll stop next week.
0: So, you're listening to the Bay Street Video Podcast where we go chronologically through all the new chronologically (laughs) (laughs) from the beginning of time. (laughs) (laughs) We talk about all the new DVD and Blu ray. That are coming out this week. Yes. Specifically because we're talking live from a video store. Yeah, we are
1: actually in Bay Street Video.
0: (laughs) That's right. That's where we record all our episodes. We to work a full shift after this. (laughs) Mark uh, lives in Bay Street Video. He lives in the ceiling. Yeah. It's like,
1: um, don't look now. I mean, rent prices are high in (laughs) Toronto.
0: That's right. (laughs) And today, we're going to start with. A movie pick which we still haven't found a name for uh, <laughs> yeah. if anybody have any suggestions yeah, comment on this bring...
1: <laughs> Yeah. what should we call this segment
0: people? yeah where uh, one of us picks a movie and the other person has to watch it and the gimmick is that neither of us has seen it
1: yeah but it forces us to watch one of these new releases that mm-hmm. might you know we might have not watched much info about or watched definitely maybe. this one definitely not this so this was my choice this week and I apologize again because <laughs> it's uh, fine you so,
0: don't need to apologize
1: uh, <laughs> so this week we watched uh, oh, I'm gonna mangle this But je t'aime. Je t'aime moi non-plus? Yeah, moi non-plus.
0: Yep, that's right. All right, all right.
1: My, uh, <laughs> a little French, bit of correction there. there yeah. uh, which is being put out by Kino Classics this week. Um, now, this is a strange film. And we should point out, yeah. this
0: is on their Gerard Depardieu <laughs> I line know. because you he know
1: is in this movie. <laughs> and when I picked this, I had no idea Gerard Depardieu was in it. Yes. the opening credits came and it was like, and special appearance by Gerard Depardieu.
0: Like, yes! 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 <laughs>
1: he's only anyway, briefly in he's this. He's only in one scene, but it's a great scene. Mm-hmm. It might be my favorite scene of the movie. Actually. So
0: this film is directed by who, Mark? And written, I believe. So this is and written conceived. and directed,
1: conceived by Serge Gainsbourg in his 1970s years, mm-hmm. which were, I mean, Serge Gainsbourg was always pretty erratic yeah so. but he's
0: pretty out there he
1: got more you know more of an alcoholic as the years went on I thought you would
0: pick bit. this one because you were a super fan
1: I am not a super fan of Serge Gainsbourg I just I know who he is honestly Bonnie but I Clyde. yeah I mean that I know that <laughs> yeah, song yeah that's I, right I know of him I th- and I just I like vanity projects mm-hmm. a lot and this just seemed like Ugh, a vanity so project So Vanity to me because project. it is written and directed by him and it stars Jane Birkin who was his partner longtime partner at the time the girl from blow up yeah <laughs> and uh, the Charlotte Gainsbourg's mother as mm-hmm. well because that was that was their daughter and he made a film a few years later with Charlotte Gainsbourg about a, incest. an incest film so <laughs> yes. yeah this is so this film and then it also stars Joe D'Alessandro who was a big member of the Warhol mm-hmm. uh, troupe he was in those Paul Morrissey films I recognized um, him instantly when yeah, he showed up exactly. on screen he's yeah. so recognizable he was like one of the big faces of the war.
0: and this is yeah, Serge Gainsbourg like I'm going to outdo Last Tango in Paris. It's <laughs> yeah. going to be like more Clearly, extreme. he just saw Last Tank Tango in <laughs> Paris. I'm going to use all of those like wacky Bertolucci angles, oh and it's going to be rough, man. It'll be rough, yeah. man. And it is. It, it is rough. <laughs> yeah. it, it is. There's a lot
1: of sex in this film, mm-hmm. a lot of problematic sex in this film. Very slow uh, as well. So it's like basically the quick summary mm-hmm. is Joe D'Alessandro is a garbage truck driver yes. in like So so it's a very American-feeling film. It's like when French people were trying to make American Well, it starts with,
0: um, I think, a dedication to Boris (laughs) yeah, yeah. who is most famous for doing uh, Foam on a Days, a.k.a. Mood Indigo. And he was famously a guy that he made his career by writing a pulp novel and then pretending that he was translating an American one. Yeah.
1: And so there's like an
0: Americanization there or kind of fetishization that continues in this film. Oh,
1: like crazy. Because it's like like they're trying to make it set in the Wild West or Mm -hmm. something thing but everybody's still contemporary. Um, yeah, there's this really irritating musical refrain that mm-hmm. goes through it over well, and Well, it's that kind again, of like ironic like, that, wink, like wink. it's like out of a western or yeah. something, I don't know. Um, and uh, so yeah, Joe Delasandro is a garbage truck driver. He has a partner, a male partner that I'm not really sure who this guy is, but they're lovers, I think, mm. is what it's kind of implied. They stop at some diner in the middle of nowhere. Jane Birkin is working there. Her boss is some abusive, old, gross guy. And he basically starts, Joe D'Alessandro starts a relationship with her. But when it comes time for them to seal the deal, so to speak, he can't get it up mm-hmm. because he is queer. I, yeah, Assumably, I think that's but the assumption. The assumption. Uh, a lot of this is left unsaid. Uh, and Joe D'Alessandro was known a lot for his queer portrayals in movies. He's openly bisexual, but the the way they finagle this is, she just turns around and he pretends that she's a boy, and he basically sodomizes her for the rest of the film, which she enjoys. Mm-hmm but is incredibly painful so she screams the whole time this is like n- just what happens you this have difficulty just, this watching even, this film this isn't in your even just subtext <laughs> this is just like out there and there are so many so they plump have to like yeah, they can't have sex in like her living residence mm-hmm. because it just disturbs all the neighbors because she's like shrieking the whole time And essentially, the guy that he has been driving with gets jealous, and that leads to this kind of love triangle thing, resulting in an ending which is pretty cruel towards Jane Birkin's Mm -hmm. character. Very cruel. Very cruel, Um, which is interesting since, you know, she was Serge Gainsbourg's romantic partner at that time um, but did yeah you, the ending was
0: super cruel towards her so did you know that like the name of the mouth. movie is one of like um, Serge's big hits yeah and it's one that he her. originally recorded with Bridget Bardot mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Bridget Bardot's husband at the time said it's too like explicit yeah. it can't be released well it got banned a lot even it did. when it did come out right yeah, for being
1: too sexual because it was known explicit. as the yeah. song
0: where people have an orgasm yeah right 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 so if you uh, uh, watch Last Tango in Paris and you're like I want a fan film of that. <laughs> yeah. This is the movie is for the you. Film. So, what did you think of this
1: movie? Uh,
0: <laughs> uh, it's not good. It's your yeah it's, yeah, it's
1: your typical 70s art porn French film, I think. Yeah, um,
0: I said that like Serge Gainsbourg is the guy at the party who's like um, proselytizing in the corner, saying stuff like, Oh man, it's gonna be the most extreme film ever. I'm gonna show <laughs> eroticism in a way that has never been seen on cinema. Yeah. And it's like, it's just like a softcore film. It really is. That you know? just you know, it's just extreme in the idea. Of things that it's presenting,
1: yeah. You know, I was I was kind of with it for mm-hmm. the first like twenty min twenty minutes, half hour, like up until the relationship really gets into full swing. But once that happens, it's he's got just, nothing to say. There's like nothing to say there. Yeah. It seems like he's trying to say something about queerness mm-hmm. with Joe Sanders' character, but then he doesn't really say anything. Uh, and then the ending is just confusing to me at best, <laughs> yeah. offensive at worst. So I, I don't know. So two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. <laughs> um,
0: I don't if you know where Gerard Depardieu had. But yeah, we should gotta talk about the one. Gerard
1: Depardieu scene because it's kind of like a almost a dream type sequence <laughs> that he just shows up in on a horse.
0: Yep. Classic Literally Gerard shows
1: up on a horse and says some some cryptic things and then is he on his way. Yeah, to be in another French film. Uh, to be in another I French assume. film, and I guess that was like their big get. Like he was bi- like seventy six. He was mm. a pretty big star at that point. So I mean, he's always baffling to consider. Yeah. yeah, especially
0: in our hearts. Uh, he
1: was so young though, but still young, but still so recognizable. You know, <laughs> it's so the nose. So recognizable. It's so <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah I I don't know it was uh I guess i had never heard of this film before mm-hmm. we ordered it in but I assume there's probably a cult following I don't believe
0: it ever got a blu-ray Surge release Games.
1: No it's kind of been And it's his directorial really. debut it so is, there's yeah. that
0: like uh mythology there we, I got to check right? it out
1: And I feel like yeah there will be people that are curious I mean I was curious um he did direct I think 3 films after this throughout the 80s that also never really got releases mm. because they were not well reviewed and yeah. They were yeah like the one with Charlotte Gainsbourg which I think what he was Actually investigated for really child abuse. Well, because one of they their actually thought he was molesting Char- Charlotte Gainsbourg
0: was like, a song with Charlie Ga- uh, yeah. Charlotte Gainsbourg, which was called like Lemon Incest or yeah, Zest or that, something this like that. Yeah, the film was
1: based off of that.
0: So, mm. oh, sir, oh, sir, you troublemaker. You Rest trouble- in peace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, cult wise, we have. Uh, Phantasm Sphere collection from
1: Wellgo. Finally this arrives. Uh, we so, were talking earlier this week and this I've ordered and cancelled this thing <laughs> like three times already. Wellgo had this under Welgo production delays. Wellgo is not known
0: for releasing like special editions of no, older movies. not really. But they um, own the rights to they Phantasm. Do. They did
1: put out the original Phantasm in mm-hmm. like a nice restored Blu-ray like three, four years ago now as, long, as well as the newest Phantasm, Ravager. That's so right. So I guess they yeah. They have some part of the Phantasm, but then Show Factory put out some of the middle ones. I think Phantasm 2 they put out.
0: Yes. And somehow Welgo got all the rights back, Mm -hmm. and they released it with all the special features that have been included in the previous releases as well. Yeah, Because it has all the old UK stuff that came out that were done by Jake West, the director of Evil Aliens, but it also has new documentaries that were shot by Retro Pictures. It has, like, a commentary I've never seen on Phantasm 3 with uh, Don Coscarelli, so I guess it was on the last Blu-ray release. I think so, yeah. And they did a new 2K scan of Phantasm 2, mm-hmm. which has a little bit of extra gore in it, supposedly, yeah, that's never been okay. seen. Yeah. says it on the back. I thought this was a Shout Factory slash Screen Factory release, but it's not. It's not. No. Maybe you they think may... it would be the I way I think, it think looks, they may have done but... a deal if they have the special features that were on the Phantasm they 2 must, release.
1: yeah. Because I think
0: Show Factory also put out 3, did mm-hmm. they not? They did two in. Oh, maybe they did. I, I love they 3. Did 3 as were well. Ever... So... Oh, no, you said you haven't even seen any of them, right? I've only seen
1: the first Phantasm, uh... and I wasn't that crazy about it, but I mean, it's been... I haven't seen it since I was like a teenager, so mm-hmm. I need to revisit. it. I think you would probably uh, like it
0: more now. Yeah, Phantasm Two is like the Evil Dead Two of the Phantasm okay. Three. okay. and Phantasm Three was like so hated for so long. It has like um, a Home Alone kid who has like a house that's like killing people coming Rude. to it. It oh, also uh, has like runs. an African American woman who's like the tough hero of the movie oh, okay. who uses like nunchucks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Great,
0: and it's post-apocalyptic as well because oh, really? once the series goes on, the idea is that like the tall man played by Angus Scrimm goes to town to town, ravages them. Right. So they're ghost towns, and then moves to the next one. Okay. So that's where like, like the heroes idea. go. And, and I liked
1: Agus, Angus Scrimm in it. Yeah. Like,
0: I like the character. For and sure. you're a huge fan of James LeGros, who uh, plays obviously, yeah. um, the hero in the second one. <laughs> okay. But then he's recast in the third, fourth, and fifth one with the kid from the first one. Really? He's yeah. in all of those? Yeah. Okay. The, the kid okay. from the first one. James Legros right. is only in the second one. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. And this set, like I said, it has everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really nicely packaged in like a fold-out book. They must have gotten some Scream Factory people to work Probably. on it. Probably. Maybe that's
1: why it mm-hmm. took so long. They were just working out these deals.
0: And it comes with a giant silver ball. Yeah, so how's that? Did you uh, crack that? Yeah. But the thing is, like, am I supposed to keep this whole packaging? Because it's <laughs> impossible to get to the disc without Tearing everything right, apart to yeah. get to it. So I'm probably gonna toss the box out, I would say, <laughs> and just keep the ball. It comes with like a little stand you can put it on, little yeah, spikes on the catch ball. With it, you know? Yeah, well, now it's the spikes in it. <laughs> <laughs> um... And it says like it's the real size of the one they use in the movie. and It's like cool, I cool. guess. <laughs> wow, but they measured that out. For you? a release like this, it has five movies. It also has new bonus features for the last one, including a feature-length documentary that were not included on the previous okay. Blu-ray this release. Is Ravager. Ravager, okay. yeah. Because it comes with a bonus disc that All has right. stuff that wasn't on, I guess, their previous. Blu ray releases. Okay. And it's pretty reasonably priced for like a big set. Like it's a little bit over $100. Mm-hmm. Which is actually
1: cheaper, I believe, than what Amazon has it for, right? You now. have it we,
0: here we usually, $15 cheaper. Yeah, so we usually
1: don't beat Amazon on. Price. Mm-hmm. Well, with cult stuff, we can usually. I come think close, you usually do. But you knock it usually like I'm $1 or $2 we, off. Yeah, so if you want it. And I will say, I know so many things say they're limited these days, but this might, the first shipment of this might be the only shipment we get. We mm. didn't even get our full shipment. So if you want this thing, and your supplier you might said want to get like, it sooner rather than later. You may
0: not get it. Yeah, they're like,
1: there's no word on us getting any more. So hmm. we still got like a good amount, but I don't know how long they're going to last, people.
0: What's interesting about these kind of like deals, like the Halloween box set that Shout did, yeah. is that because they're working with a bunch of different companies to bring them all together, it's very difficult to just like renew those contracts. Yeah, so that's why they do this, and that'll probably be it. And it may just spread to all the other companies as yeah. well. Yeah, same thing happened with the Friday the Thirteenth set, which they put out. That and it was nice, never like, good though. Look, thing. <laughs> Yeah.
1: yeah they've like had it out for like two months and, then and they're, they're like, like
0: oh that's it yeah, we're out so from Arrow we have Deadly Manor which is another uh, Jose Ramon Lazar yeah. film they're yeah, really they're going really into that catalog <laughs> um, this is nobody's favorite yeah, it's I like don't... a haunted house <laughs> I kind of slasher like, film
1: well Edge of the Axe which came out a few weeks ago sold a lot of about, copies sold, like tons we like, yeah. sold it right away we got more so I was like, oh, this one will do the same. Not no. so much. Uh, a little slower out of the gate. But... Uh,
0: it doesn't have a cool title. It yeah. doesn't have great cover art of yeah. like a killer bursting through something. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and from most people who have like checked it out at this point, they're like, it's fine. I think it may be one of his last films. I think it is his last. Yeah. On the
1: back it said it was his last.
0: And one. I think he, in interviews he was like, yeah, I just want to make something commercial. <laughs> <just 'cause laughs> I want to make money. None of sure. these slow symptoms like films. <laughs> you know what? You age. You just, you know. But it's an Arrow release so they go all in. They, they go, go all, all the special low. features that yeah. you'd ever want, yep. and I wonder, it's like, is there anything left to say about this guy after like I know. a big like, box They put set that that blood out? that Hunger
1: set, yeah. and these individual ones. I don't know, man. <laughs> like,
0: well. Sounds like it's pretty much it. Yeah. So you know, you gotta if you started, you got that blood hunger set. It, you gotta complete right? it. Uh, what a nightmare. <laughs> Are you a completist <laughs> in any way? You don't uh, really collect. I don't Blue really. DVDs yeah. Yet. yeah, I know. I, I don't
1: really buy Blu-rays. <laughs>
0: uh, you live in no, the store. You can just grab whenever you want.
1: I'm more of a completist in terms of watching certain things to complete the series or whatever. And you're not even on
0: Letterbox, right? I'm
1: Not. I, I am, but
0: I've I, I think I remember it. seeing you I, at I one I did point. start it
1: up because everyone's like you have to get on yeah. Letterbox, so I did. I spent like a couple hours on it and then
0: I uh, And I, I recently looked for I've your name really and I could not find it. Yeah, and I think it was Mark I, I think I
1: only f- have like two people that I even like <laughs> have following me like from the You know what's
0: great about Letterbox is yeah. you can uh turn on an option that fades the films you watched. Uh, So you can look at someone's filmography and be like, oh, I've seen these recently, or I know I've seen these, so I need to check these ones out. Okay, Okay. And it's good for, like, because I've been using Letterboxd for a while, I can actually look and see, like, oh, so I haven't logged this one, which means I probably haven't watched it in, like, four or five years. I should watch it again. There you go. that's
1: why it's useful. Yeah, no, I have nothing against Letterboxd. I think it's really great. And when (laughs) I was a kid, honestly, this is – if I had had this when I was a kid, I would have loved it because I used to, like – record yeah. each thing I was seeing and make notes like very like Bogdanovich style <laughs> I, I was know. gonna
0: say that uh, I had
1: like notebooks of stuff that I was so if I had this when I was a kid I would've been all over it now I just I don't know maybe I'm just too busy I just you're just able embarrassed to, like, I'm just embarrassed I don't you're know you're like
0: oh, I watched the same I know it, it's TV, all gonna be Nick like Nick Cage <laughs> film <yeah>. for the <laughs> poor style <I> know. <laughs> It's all going to be DTV films yeah. and nothing else. I mean, you could be one of those people who just writes nothing. They just log <laughs> it. And if you do that, people can't comment. Okay. okay. So it's essentially you're, you're in your okay. own well, ecosystem at that star point. Rating. I, I had, oh, they still I can't comment if you just do star okay, ratings. Okay. Yeah. But you got to be uh, careful with your star ratings because, you know, people take offense like me if you don't uh, give proper star ratings. <laughs> okay, yeah, I, 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 I mean, keep that in I mind. I used to hate it because uh, yeah. I was like, oh, you know, you can't put a numerical value on a yeah, film. Yeah, I kind of feel like But that then too. when you grow
1: older, you're like, just tell me if I should watch it or not. <laughs> no, I know. I don't mind star ratings. But I'm not a big fan of, like, rankings anymore, like top ten lists No, and I, stuff I hate doing that. Like I never put them in any order. Yeah, yeah, like I did a top ten list for the store this year, but I just did it in, like, mm-hmm. Alphabetical order, like it. yeah.
0: That, I like to do that this too This ranking thing like, It's what terrible What makes
1: one thing Better than another thing? <laughs> Exactly like, they are both really good Like mm-hmm. uh, I don't know
0: So no rankings No rankings on, on. Video <laughs> yeah. Podcast But stars Definitely stars <laughs> I say three and a half Check it out Three yeah. stars You'll enjoy it If you yeah. want to I'm see it I'm the master
1: of the Three and a half rating That's what I, I really always do. do I really go hard on the three And,
0: and <laughs> my friends will give Like two and a half to something That <laughs> I sat with someone I knew they enjoyed And I'm like What is <laughs> what that And they're like Oh my two and a half Is like your three and a half And I'm like no, it's no, not. It's that's not. less than 50%. That's like, <laughs> yeah, that's a subpar. No one on will rating. see something that you rate two and, yeah, and a half. Yeah, I would watch a two and a half. <laughs>
1: even three and, that's and a half, not I'm even like, bad. I want to see a like, four. Like, I would watch a one and a half more than a two and a half.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I gave a half a star to Mark. <laughs> ha- oh, I would. <laughs> and people were like, I've never seen
1: you give a half a star. <laughs> if it's a half a star, I will guaranteed watch it <laughs> for
0: sure. Uh, we also have Rasputin the Mad Monk coming out from Shout, another hammer film. Christopher hammer. Lee. Yep. yep. <laughs> you love The Hammer? They're like Rasputin, yeah. you know? <laughs> Who's a big Ras Ras it's Rasputin? Rasputin. <laughs> Love yeah, the I, Russian queen. All I think of it. Yeah. This film is completely scored with boney end songs. <laughs> that is not Great. true. <laughs> we also have X the Unknown being put out by Shout. I got excited for a moment because I thought it was the Criterion film. Remember the giant yeah, uh, monster movie? No, but no, this is like a is Joseph not. Losey film. Is this a Joseph Losey Yes, it is. Oh, okay. It's directed by Joseph Losey and Leslie Norman. That.
1: Interesting. Because we have some other Losey stuff
0: coming up. Later. I think that's this is why. A big Losey companies week. were, like, yeah, talking yeah, to each yeah. other. And remember how we talked about that, yeah, like, you they, feel the companies are looking <laughs> at their schedules, mm-hmm. and they try to release it all yeah. in one go. So somebody's like, well, I'm picking up yeah, this what Joseph do we have that's, Lowy like, sort of, of
1: Losey-related? hmm
0: And this is one about, like, a radioactive entity creates havoc in the remote Scottish base. That sounds like fun. Sounds like yeah. very um, rip of stuff like uh, quarter mass in the pit. Yeah. Or Quator mass. That's how you say it. I think it's along the same lines mm-hmm. as those kind of releases. Uh, Don't Look Now is being released in 4K. Ultra HD. See? Donald Sutherland in the new yeah, the know. way it was meant yes. to be seen. Do yes. you
1: like, don't look now? I do, yeah. It's uh, okay. It's not my favorite Nick Rogue film, yeah. no. Once I, you I, know I, what it is, it doesn't I know, hold the yeah, same No, power. I agree. It doesn't have a lot of rewatch value Did you for me. know um, when you
0: watched it the first time how it ended? Because it had been spoiled no, by me. No, but
1: I kind of guessed it mm. because <laughs> I guess I'd seen a lot of movies that were like that yeah. since. You I like, sat back in your my... chair
0: and you are like, oh, I know how this ends. Well, that's
1: the thing. I feel like... Yeah, only because I've seen so many movies that have been influenced by it Mm -hmm. at that point. Hot Uh, fucks. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but I still like it. I mean, mm-hmm. it's still got a lot, load of atmosphere. I like Nick Rogue's style a lot. Oh, I love um, Nick Rogue's style. And before people get crazy and are like, our Criterion collection releasing 4Ks now, this is not the Criterion collection. It's Studio really. Canal. This is a UK import, which is oh, it's all, a UK import. It is, yeah. Oh, so so that it is, means
0: it's like $60, right? It is, yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> it's okay. all region, though. It is loaded with features. Mm. A lot of the Criterion stuff's on it. And it's uh, like a new restoration of it. So it does look good mm-hmm. i will say though if you don't have the 4k player and you're just buying it for like the blu-ray in it the blu-ray is region locked to be
0: really so, so the 4k is if not you have region a, locked
1: yeah the 4k is but not the blu-ray is weird right yeah. yeah that is weird so but if you're a 4k collector if you're getting into it and you want like a really beautiful looking classic movie i mean you can't really go wrong
0: i'm curious so. to know when these companies like kino studio canal are finally going to go into the 4k territory well, that's
1: the thing people have been talking about when are criterion going to do it no i, I don't i, I kind of hope they don't supposedly
0: but... <laughs> one of the issues is a lot of their blu-ray releases they did not do 4k scans of yeah. them. even recent ones like i remember watching a video on them uh, remastering uh, hitchcock's foreign correspondent mm. and they only did a 2k scan on it they didn't do a 4k scan. Yeah. you don't need that much
1: information Just don't <laughs> And at this point, it's like I feel like, you know, they just put out Roma last mm-hmm. week. Like if you were going to do it on something like Roma would yeah. be like a good choice to do it on.
0: You know, as a know, DVD like... um, distributor and producer, I've learned that resolution actually doesn't really mean anything. Because <laughs> yeah. you can do something in 4K, yeah. but it has a bit rate of like less than DVD. Yep. And it all kind of looks the same. It's all about bit rates. Yep. And I think that companies try to do that. Remember um, Superbit? where it's yeah, like high bit, bit. Rate. I was so taken by that. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess they stepped away from it because resolution yeah. <laughs> is something that's easier to explain. Like, yeah. oh, it's bigger, even though that it's all about the bitrate. That's yep. what matters. And 4K is like ultra high bit rate. Yeah, they have higher for. bit
1: rate. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. <sighs>
0: The price, Again, I yeah. still
1: don't have a TV. I don't really Listen, when the companies like, all start like...
0: to do only 4Ks, yeah. and uh, they only start putting special features on the 4K releases, that's when a sucker like me has to start buying that well, stuff. I know, and
1: they might go that way. Mm. I mean, we're getting customers that they are selling more and more for, like, regular releases, and I think a lot of customers don't even have the 4K players yet. They're just, like, thinking forward. Can you and imagine like use the if they only did
0: and... 4Ks? Like everyone coming into the store, God, you just... still get people every day that are like, "Will these play in Blu-ray players?" Or I, I don't know. own a Blu-ray player,
1: right? Well, now yeah, I have to explain the 4K thing all the time. People will buy these new TVs, mm-hmm. like older generations will just like buy
0: the big, biggest TV you can get. It's 4K, I'm a boomer, right? and they turn I have so much it on, money. and it's
1: like it's 4K compatible, and they're like, "Okay, great," but they don't have the player, yeah, or and. Or you're trying to explain that to them. They don't really mm. get it. You know? mm.
0: Well, you know, uh, you're a teacher I am and a teacher. supplier. <laughs> I am a teacher. That's what you do at Bay Street Video. <laughs> yeah. So uh, MVD, the company that I love, yeah. in my heart. Uh, this is their They're new one collection, I believe, because those this are the special is, yep. features. Yeah, it's a nice Putting nice out The Point, which is a classic kids animated film, yeah. which I have
1: never seen. So this is the owner the owner of Bay Street Video. I would say this is his favorite film ever. Of
0: all time? He, whenever he comes
1: into the store he and puts on a movie, like if he has to like, work behind the camera yeah. for a while. Always the point. <laughs> always <laughs> the point. Always the point. Wow. So yeah. you've seen it. I've seen it in the store many times. I don't. Th- I haven't actually sat down and watched <laughs> it, but it's like always been a part of like, You haven't listened to the rockin' you know? Harry Nielsen songs. <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> so um, this special like edition, edition though, yeah. um, it has tons of special features that yeah. were actually done by uh, Kayla Janice. She worked on oh, them. Oh, It's cool. her print that they scanned oh, to cool. make the release. Wow. And it has, I believe, one or two of the narration tracks Maybe just one. Mm-hmm. I think Ring- uh, Ringo Starr did one. Yeah. But uh, Dustin Hoffman did one as well that for copyright reasons they could not include. Yeah. So I think yeah. Dustin Hoffman's like, I just don't want yeah. my narration to be anywhere, <laughs> anywhere near that movie yeah. or anywhere in general. Yeah. <laughs> that hippie movie or yeah, right? the Harry Nielsen song. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's nice that MVD is dipping their toe in this kind of like cult yeah. kiddie stuff. Yeah. I mean, Severn's doing it as well with their Severn Kids line. Totally, so yeah. Maybe there's money there. Nostalgia dollars. Uh,
1: yeah. I mean, something like this is pure nostalgia for people who grew up at this time. I think it's a big film for them. and it's But it does have that kind of counterculture. Mm-hmm. It is like I put it in the cult section because yeah. it is a cult film. Have too, you sold so. any copies yet? A few, yeah. Okay. It, it hasn't been moving as quickly as I thought. Uh, mm-hmm. We've the D, we've had the DVD for years, and that always was like a regular seller. So I thought this would be kind of really Like jump off the shelves. I don't know if people are as aware of MVD releases mm-hmm. as they are of like Kino, and yeah. Arrow, Criterion. Like I wonder where
0: people hear about know. this stuff, yeah they go to like blu-ray.com or i mean for
1: me as like as a buyer i always like blu-ray.com mm-hmm. is like my bible so i will look. do they have like the a time, list of like but... titles when they're coming yep. out in dates oh yeah okay. yeah so that's what you can go to upcoming releases mm. and click that they have photos of i just look at base because you
0: guys have your yeah automated yeah list that comes but up. if you
1: want more info go to blu-ray.com because they will have artwork up there they will have everything you need to know specs and everything or so. you
0: just listen to the base Street video or podcast afterwards yeah. to afterwards. learn about exactly it. <laughs> Fill you in. <laughs> so we also have Tokyo Caligula, True Story of a Woman in Soapland, and Woman in a Box. These are all, I think, the Nikatsu, uh, Nikatsu Roman Porno Roman films. Roman
1: Pornos. So these are Impulse. Japanese, yeah.
0: and uh, Impulse is, I believe, Severin, Severin. right? Yeah, they're one of their sub to
1: Severin, I
0: believe. And yeah. these are all like Japanese. Um, they're not hardcore porno films, no. but they're like nudity and they're pretty I mean, rough. You
1: would think they're hardcore. Lots of bondage at the covers. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. very. I don't know with these things. They they release them every few months. Yeah, like, they have been doing this. I think there's 38 of them. They're all numbered mm-hmm. too. So I think they're up to like 38 now. There's yeah. a mar- There's a <laughs> it's market It's not, not for me. We're right. very chased. Yeah, I, especially in terms of like that kind of 70s <laughs> exploitation or 80s. I think some some of them are even
0: 90s ones too. Yeah,
1: like they're very rough looking, mm-hmm. which I think in today's day and age is not not always. It's, it's, I don't know, you're walking walking like a moral group. Oh, I was going to say like
0: rough looking. You prefer the gloss of something like Pirates (laughs) 2.
1: Rough in terms of subject matter. Of subject matter, yes. Because they're all, like literally every single one that comes out is like a young woman, like tied up or bound and gagged. And sexually assaulted. Yeah, And and I know uh, somebody, you know, somebody who gets these as like, who reviews DVDs and Blu-rays and they get some of these things to review because they review all these cult things. And so they've watched a few, and it's, like, basically, that's all it is. It's, like... I've seen a bunch of them. Yeah, so, okay, so you've seen some. Yeah, like, they're know. like, I mean. But they're done, like, kind of lighter at times? Yeah, like, I it's feel it's,
0: like... it's like a sliding scale because some, like, filmmakers got started in that industry in Japan. And so, like, as long yeah. as you include a certain number of scenes, you can do whatever you want. That's, yeah. like, the, the gimmick, right? So yep. sometimes you'll get, like, actually genuinely interesting ones. I remember the Japan Foundation years ago did, like, a screening of two of them. Really? At the Review Cinema, <laughs> wow. yeah. Like, some of the more acclaimed ones. Okay. And so, you know, you can see them and you're like, ah, all right, I understand but I don't mm. think all the ones that Impulse puts out That's fall within right. that. I,
1: I know they are, uh, they are an institution mm-hmm. in Japan, and you're right, like a lot of filmmakers that went on to be really prolific or yeah. really like acclaimed filmmakers started there. Um, but you're right, like these ones they're putting out, I don't think are. Listen, they're just <laughs> no, there's, a... I look at the back, there's no names I recognize. There's no it's... <laughs> yeah.
0: But there's new translated subtitles. Yeah, there you go. So there you go. Oh, yeah. Check it out. Uh, <laughs> in the classic section, we have two Joseph Losey films, Accident from 1967 and The Criminal, both. Yeah. Uh, put out by Kino. These are big
1: deals. They've are they? have been out of print for years mm. and they've always been popular rentals. People have been clamoring for restorations. Oh, All yeah, the Losey Heads? Live. Yeah, there's a lot of Losey Heads here, I gotta say. <laughs> I wow. Gotta say, especially we talked about these two films.
0: recently and I did go watch The Servant and it was fine. Oh, The Servant. Yeah. yeah,
1: that's another one. Those three, these two and that one were put out by, I think, Anchor Bay a long time ago mm-hmm. and those DVDs went out of print real fast. But yeah, you weren't that That wasn't that taken servant. by The Servant, yeah. Yeah, so, I really like these. I mean, Accidents, like, written by Harry Pinter, mm. kind of like a weirder. Love who also wrote *The Servant*? Thing.
0: Yeah, who wrote *The Servant*? Criminal this is like humor. low C, I think, post *Blacklist* because yeah. that's what kind of sent him to the UK. and These are two yeah. UK films, I believe. The criminal
1: looks good though. Mm-hmm. really right? it's like the, they marketed as the toughest film Britain's ever made man, at that
0: time. <laughs> hello, hello. Yeah. How how right. Going? Uh, we also have *The Man Who Was Sherlock Holmes*, the 1937 film, mm-hmm. a German mystery. That sounds yeah. interesting. Well, so this is a Sherlock
1: Holmes film,
0: but not officially a Sherlock Holmes film. Because <laughs> oh, okay. They couldn't get call copyright. Oh uh, yeah. So
1: it was also produced under Nazi Germany. Um, Ooh. So that's kind of the big thing about yeah. it. And um,
0: Oh no, Sherlock Holmes like well, hunting ha- down some Jewish people. Well I
1: haven't seen it, but I saw a great documentary recently called Hitler's Hollywood, which mm-hmm. went into all the films produced during the Third Reich. A really fascinating documentary that Kino put out maybe two years ago or something. Yeah. So I would definitely say look at that. Um, they talk about this film, though, and how it is subtly pushing back against mm. that, but only in a very subtle way. Yeah, because it would be banned if there was yeah. Outright. But there is a thing like you're not, you know, the villains or you're not sure who the villains yeah. are. And it's there's just an ever pervasive sense of like confusion and hmm. just and kind of what the people were sensing within at that time. Um, same thing goes for the next film here, Munchausen, which was also produced under Nazi Germany. and was Right there, in
0: the like... middle of Nazi Germany, yeah, 1943. And, well, this
1: was kind of their last big film that they made because they were trying to make something to rival the American epics, uh, like Thief of Baghdad, I yeah. think was one of them. that um... They did a
0: big... Um... Musical, I remember. I don't remember what it's called. Yeah, it's like a did. famous Nazi musical. Exactly,
1: yeah. So they not did a bunch time for of Hitler. <laughs> films. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, and is supposed to be really beautiful looking. Like, they spent a lot of money on it. Do they have any it. commentaries on this? Just uh, academic kind of stuff. Okay, well, that's fine. From historians. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You can't have yeah, too not much. Not from people, yeah. That were <laughs> the director
0: himself, yeah. <laughs> who was involved yeah. at the
1: time. I think uh, Hans Albers stars in both of these films, mm-hmm. um, who was a big star during the Third Reich. Yeah. Uh, your typical like blonde haired like. I think they were all blacklisted after World War Two yeah, ended as well. Anyone who collaborated yeah. with so the uh, so they worked again, but in films that nobody ever mm. really saw. Or... Do you
0: got, do you have that documentary that came out about communist musicals? I don't remember what it's called. No, I know what you're talking. It's about, really bro. fun too, because it's, it's all yeah. like beach pictures. Yeah, like the kids, yeah, 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 I was <laughs> talking about how that. great like working for the people yeah, is. Yeah, no, <laughs> right, I'll have to get uh, look online and remember what the title of that is, and maybe Basement Video could bring it yeah, in. Yeah, I would i was always been intrigued by that. So Kino is finally putting out The Day of the Dolphin. I know. Now, I've, I've seen, seen this TV. movie. I've never seen this. It's I know awful. People... It's so boring. Yeah. Well, it's selling well.
1: So really? it definitely has I mean, a cult style. Because
0: uh, the concept, it has an amazing tagline. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, George e. Scott like trained these dolphins to be assassins. <laughs> yeah. It was a big deal because Roman Polanski was supposed to direct it right. before uh, his wife got murdered by the Manson family. Yep. And then uh, Mike Nichols stepped in. And Mike Nichols... Like he must have died after the graduate, right? No, he made Catch <laughs> 22 yeah, afterwards. He did, and then he continued to make the most boring films in the world okay. from that point onward. <laughs> is this film boring? Though? That's so boring because okay, it yeah. looks like it should be like funny and exciting. It's but... not. It's so dull. The <laughs> yeah. only fun thing about it is George Georgie Scott, like yells at the dolphin plot <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Other That's than worth that, the price of admission. I remember alone. doing a screening like at the Laser Blast Film Society that I like did in people's houses, yeah, and it like sunk like a stone, it didn't like. Work. N- you just did not work, yeah. yeah. I don't know what happened to Mike Nichols like I love Catch-22 yeah. that movie's so fun but it's almost like he went so hard on that one stylistically yeah. that and it bombed it didn't do well, he, right, that he so. stepped back because then you have Carnal Knowledge which is like him trying like to like I like, I like Carnal Knowledge yeah. as well but it's him trying to like re-jigger his style yeah. until it's you know just kind of a steer yeah and he never got back to that kind of stylish mm-hmm. and maybe in Silkwood that's one of his right that is his Yeah, and that one all I remember that from that way. is that a Meryl Streep montage had a clip from it of yeah. like the, her being uh, contaminated and like the camera's all like wacky uh. and crazy and I'm like, ooh, that's what Mike Nichols I love. Yeah. But if you watch like Charlie Wilson's War or oh, Wolf, God, those yeah. movies are so dull when well, they should be fun. Yeah, you know, yeah. I can't say I've really. Gotten really into his filmography, yeah, yeah, like I've
1: seen a lot of his stuff, but nothing, yeah, beyond like the Graduate and Colonel mm-hmm. Knowledge, nothing really sticks out for me. Is like, wow, I really love that. I mean, I like the Birdcage a lot when I was a kid. Yeah, I mean, it's just, but like, it's another like work it's just like a silly kind of mainstream yeah. comedy, right? So. <laughs> what
0: happened to Mike Nichols? I, don't I mean, know. he died. He so died. rest in peace. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know.
1: I mean, he definitely brought a lot to the to the filmmaking mm-hmm. table. You know,
0: uh, we also have the Light at the Edge of the World being released by Kino, which I feel like Kino's like, yes, we got a Kirk Douglas film Yeah, out. I
1: don't know. I feel like this pairs kind of with. Day of the Dolphin, like mm-hmm. people are buying these two together. Not that they're related at all. But it has
0: a great it's... premise, which is a lighthouse keeper <laughs> yeah. played by Kirk Douglas fights a pirate on yeah. an island. It's the classic Jules Verne story we've <laughs> know, all yeah, loved as a child. Sure. So um, yeah,
1: I've never heard of this movie. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, we've had an old rental of it. The director's Kevin Billington, who I'm not really that no, familiar I'm not familiar with. with. Um, I think Kirk Douglas is the main draw, especially because he, he died recently, so mm-hmm. I think people are picking it up just like, oh, there's Kirk Douglas's face on a movie I don't really know.
0: so. <laughs> Every Every time I think of Kirk Douglas, I think of Have you ever seen The Gravy Train, which no. stars Stacy Keach and no. I don't remember the other guy's name, but it was like supposed to be Terrence Malick's directorial debut when he got fired a few days into the oh, filming. No way. Yeah, it's like a heist okay. picture, and it was directed by the guy who did Race with the Devil. I don't remember what oh, his name was. I love, was. love Race yeah. with the Devil. <laughs> but it starts um, with Stacy Keach gets fired from his job, and he like goes on a rampage and he keeps screaming, "I'm Kirk Fucking Douglas!" <laughs> and like trying to do like a Kirk Douglas face, yeah. and that's all I think of when I think that's of Kirk Douglas.
1: Stacey. Keats doing cr- hey, Kirk Douglas. great
0: so Criterion is coming in and they got some Pasolini oh yeah and they also and have some, some architecture I, yeah from a Japanese director yeah so that's Teorema I'm saying Teore- that
1: Teo Teorema yeah. yeah I think it's Teorema I mean it's it's in English, it's Theorem. Theorem? It okay, yeah. To. Um, I love this film. I've I, never I'm seen it. I'm a big Pasolini fan. I, a I classic went, like, visitor queue. <laughs> yeah, you know, it is very much like, it's kind of like the artiest sort of domestic thriller mm-hmm. that you can think of. Uh, Terrence Stamp plays a guy who, just some angelic, maybe he's an angel, maybe he's a devil, just some nameless guy who infiltrates this rich family, Italian family, and basically seduces everybody, the mother, the father, the daughter. Like. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know. It's like, it's super arty. It's very much what you'd expect from Pasolini It is a takedown of like Italian bourgeoisie. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. It's great. Uh, but it's slow going too. It's not...
0: Um, <laughs> the usual thrill you know, I expect from yeah, Pasolini. Yeah,
1: right. But I know it's one of his, it is one of his most loved films. And Terrence Stamp. Yeah, it was one of the most Stamp popular Terrence well. yeah, Stamp broke out. I mean, he had broke out in other things, but it was like a big thing for mm-hmm. Terrence Stamp because of how beautiful he was. Was in this film and how they play up his beauty in this film. Do you lot, think so. Michael
0: McDowell was jealous of Terrence Stamp? Because I feel yeah, like they were probably. like on the they same level. Like the same, yeah, right? yeah. And yeah, Michael yeah. McDowell had, I guess he had if, mm-hmm. and he also had a Clockwork Orange, yep. and then a whole bunch of crap. Yeah, and then <laughs> that like, was it. thousands of bad movies. <laughs> and Terrence Stamp had such classics as The Limey, yeah, Full Frontal. A lot of crap. Yeah, that's Full Frontal ones. I, uh, I know. for all you Soderbergh yeah, heads exactly. out there, love Full Frontal. <laughs> yeah, I big Full. I, I like total. Full Frontal at all, a as well. That, I yeah. think we're the only people... I know, nobody likes nobody Full Frontal. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but Terrence Stamp, I feel like he had a little bit more of an end-respectable career, yep. while Michael uh, McDowell, I hear, is also kind of a jerk in real life. Is he really? Yeah, he that's, is. That's Some a nasty shame. stuff.
1: I love his scene in The Player. That, that was like one of the last... I don't even great, remember. He basically... I don't know if he plays himself or mm. just some guy who's very, like, Malcolm McDowell-esque yeah. or something, but he's just, like, stops Tim Robbins' character in the hallway somewhere and it's like, oh, hey, we worked in this movie together. Mm-hmm. And they're like, and Tim Robbins is like, oh, yeah, okay. And then he's like, You're, you are you were such an asshole. He just, like, rips into him. <laughs> and Malcolm great. McDowell rips into Tim Robbins in the hallway
0: and then just leaves. It I mean, Michael perfect. McDowell, I think his last great role was as Loomis in Rob Zombie yeah, Halloween 2. that's true. That's where true. in the second one, his performance is unhinged. Mm. Like, he is... Is like a, oh, a mental I, patient. I love a good
1: unhinged McDowell <laughs> performance. He did a really stupid, funny DTV movie called The Barber mm. fifteen years ago. Yeah. It's Canadian production where he's like an evil barber in this
0: <laughs> small, like Wait,
1: Twin Peaks. Was that cam. the German movie? No, no that's something else. I was it like was it's... Canadian produced Ugh. and everything. And he's basically like. Killing people, yeah. With his, but like, he's the friendly town barber. Like that's nobody suspects like that. him. Michael McDowell is never it's great. friendly. Yeah, that's really
0: fun. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Rob Zombie has great stories that like he wouldn't stop needling David Caruso on the episode oh, of CSI really? Miami <laughs> that he made, and David Caruso like, I can't work with this guy. That's great. Yeah, because Michael McDowell would not put up with David Caruso shit. Because obviously he's a also a giant well, a David asshole, Yeah, head to head. So we also have uh, like we said Antonio, Antonio uh, Gaudy. Yeah. Which is is this a documentary? But yeah, it's a Japanese documentary director.
1: from uh, Hiroshi Teshigahara, who's most known for uh, Woman in the Dunes. Oh, I love that movie. great film. And two others in a trilogy. He kind of did uh, Pitfall, which is also really
0: great. <laughs> Based on the classic video game. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> That's and The a
1: Face one. of Another. Yeah. yeah. So I love Teshigahara. I love those three films. Mm-hmm. He's, they're really bizarre, surreal, like real, like... And they were kind of like... also love documentaries. Have you seen this one? I have not seen this. No. I wanted to because it's like... Just about beautiful architecture, too, mm. right? And a very experimental. I've always wanted to see this and just
0: never have. I wonder how um, it stacks to, uh, I guess the one I always think of architecture is Alain Rene's documentary about yeah. the Parisian library. Yep. Where it's like oh, just long tracking shots, like looking at yeah, it.
1: I think this is something kind of similar to that. Mm. I think it's just focusing on the architecture of Gaudi. Um, cool. Yeah, it looks really great. Um, and on Blu-ray, I'm sure yeah, it'll it look looks beautiful, even better. So, uh,
0: the Ugly Duckling from 1958 is being released by Sony. This is a British comedy directed Yay. by the amazingly named Lance Comfort. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And it's supposedly a comic adaptation of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Okay. And John Pertwee's in this. Oh, here. God. Uh, Dr. Who. I mean, uh, when I hear comedic Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Yeah. Hyde, that is like poison. <laughs> yeah. Because nothing can top really... Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde together again. <laughs> yeah. Which I remember because as a kid, there was nudity on the back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Or, um, wait, there's, is that the Oliver Reed one? I don't remember. There's an Oliver so. Reed one directed by Chuck Griffith as well. Yeah. That, was um, that... Um, is... Awful. What was that one?
1: Yeah, I can't remember. I know Olive. Jekyll Dr. Jekyll's put it out. sister Hyde.
0: I think that's a hammer one, isn't that's it?
1: That's a hammer yeah. one that came out recently. Olive put out I think the one you're talking about mm. years back. Yeah. But yeah. Ugh. But this, I don't I'd never heard no, of this. Me not real many people. You look it up on IMDb, there's like not really many mm-hmm. user vote. Like it doesn't seem like I many wonder people if have Sony's seen Sony's really digging so into their Sony, back catalogue. Yeah, they're putting out it's weird because they'll put out like a man for all seasons mm-hmm. or something really classic like that yeah. back in December. And then something like
0: this. It so, could be I the argument know. that uh, somebody really knows what they're doing um, back at Sony or someone has no idea what they're doing and yeah. they're like a man for all seasons sold well uh, do we have any other British pictures that we can put out yeah, right? we already have a scan that we did for you know some high def channel like yeah. I don't know British yeah, TV it's like, exactly right uh, this is an interesting one because a Robert Altman film yeah. is being
1: released by Scorpio, yeah which is usually a very cult, cult label yeah 80s uh, sex
0: comedy kind of label maybe yeah. they got it in like a package deal I mean this is one of the most um, derided Robert Altman yeah people Altman don't film. like this movie no uh, uh, at all, I've never seen it. Beyond uh, therapy, always been curious. Julie Harris is in this as well. Uh, I don't think this is one of his big um, kind of ensemble movies either.
1: No, like it's definitely no. It is an ensemble. Oh, is movie. it is an ensemble um, movie? There are a lot of people on the cover okay. of this. There's even more people than those. Two. I'm incorrect. The leads. Um
0: I always get this one confused with yeah, it. Health Plus*, which is his right. one that takes place at a health spa. Right? Yeah, which
1: has never come out. Never come out anything. on DVD he or Blu-ray. Movie, yeah. Oh, well, I think he, he hates it. He's gone, so. so it doesn't really or matter. he hated it. Yeah, yeah. he hates
0: it still. <laughs> <Fun> I <laughs> heard. I think Martin Scorsese put it on like a list of like underrated movies. Yeah, American films. I mean, I like Altman's weirder stuff. Like, I, for some reason, *Quintet*.
1: I haven't seen Quintet. Uh, I need yeah. to watch that one. Yeah, though. it's so it's like Paul, Paul Newman, Newman plays one, right? it's like the sci-fi Yeah, movie and movie. it like yeah. the
0: whole movie is about a game that like you never really know what the rules that they're yeah, playing and it's kind of yeah. slow and they shot all of it in a warehouse in Montreal. Uh, okay. Right, <laughs> yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, of course. So that's that. Yeah. So yeah, are you going to check I this one know. out? I mean,
1: I will at some point. I, I were like you Altman tempted when you were looking at the list? of I like was, what I could yeah. What to watch? But we did Jeff Goldblum last week with yeah. vibes. That was Jeff kind Goldblum. of what It's was
0: like, we can't do Jeff Goldblum again. <laughs> Can we? Can we? <laughs> we have rules yeah. here. So that's, I mean, this is a great get for uh, scorpion i wonder if they're going to try yeah, to go there's down more damage on it yeah i don't know uh, I, I, there I are can, no speed features don't think, it's a new yeah. scan and there's a trailer that's a trailer? it yeah okay i, I checked try to like check. there's new features right cuz uh-huh. i was like oh i wonder if there's anything new like a critical commentary uh-huh. and Scorpion Kind of like in-house, in that like yeah. Code Red, they like usually the features are the filmmakers themselves or like people who do features on all Code Red releases. Right. So this may have been a case of like no one would know it what to say about it.
1: You think this would be a good opportunity to look at it like, is. some of his like the bad Altman films, and, like
0: why they were the way they were. Mm-hmm. Um, Those yeah. are my favorite commentary tracks on the bad movies yeah, where you're like, right? "Ooh, the Taking of Beverly Hills." I wonder yeah. what um, the... how did this come about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what they have to say about this. Even though sometimes the worst thing. You can get is someone who's like, I love this movie. It's like, it's obviously yeah, bad. Like, what are you really? doing? Yeah. I was in the commentary for "It's a Mad 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 World," uh, and yeah. the three people they got were like the biggest Mad Mad <laughs> Mad World fans, and they're just like praising it throughout. And it's like, guys, some of this stuff is bad, but like they love yeah. it so much. That's where the super fans. And at one point, someone makes like the slightest crack about someone's acting not being so mm-hmm. hot, and one of the other guys like won't let How it down. Dare you? Yeah, he keeps bringing it up, and it's like, oh really? boy, yeah. yeah, that's
1: not always the best. So I don't um,
0: need that kind of reverence in my But I get it, because the side. idea is that like if you're buying it, you already have reverence That's for true, the film, yeah. so you don't want like somebody to be shitting on the release. True, yeah. Because I remember listening to a commentary on Invisible Invader, which is an Edward L. Con film, right. and Tom Weaver starts a commentary where he's like, I hate this movie, but you already <laughs> bought it, so I'm going to talk about it. And I was like, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm not, if that is
1: obnoxious too, <laughs> yeah. I'm not really into that. But you can like look at something you like mm. and still look at it critically yeah. in certain aspects.
0: So you bought the next movie, right? Jerry, the Ooh. guy. Van Sant I haven't yet,
1: but I will. <laughs> I love me some Jerry. Of course you do. <laughs> um, I was a big fan of uh, Gus Van Sant's Death Trilogy, mm-hmm. is what he calls it, which also consisted of Elephant and Last Days. Uh, Last Days. Loved all three of those films. Which is your favorite?
0: We're got to rank it now. Which is just,
1: which is just people walking around, yep. just slumbering, walking around and slumbering. If you had basically. to pick one to watch, uh,
0: Elephant, Last Days, or Jerry, which one would you pick?
1: killing me. Man. That's that's so tough. <laughs> I think Elephant Elephant's is best probably my favorite one. because it's so it has it's just so disturb like mm. in that fine in those final moments. I think it really does show the banality of a school day and mm. then like a school shooting interrupting that day I, I think it really got at the core of columbine i know people would disagree but it really gets at the core of columbine more than any other films that tried to do that did because there were so many films that came out a lot of them dtv that like duck did school duck you know there was yeah. one called uh Home Room, which was really bad there were a lot of really bad there was one called zero day which was good actually i remember it was zero like day. a found footage one do you remember
0: a better but... place uh, which no. is not really about school shooting. It was directed by Kevin Smith's good friend, ooh, oh, uh, Vincent something. Yeah. And it's not really about what it's about, violence okay. like getting yeah. a gun and it's like building to that. Yeah. So, I like that one. Yeah, okay, okay. So there were some good ones, but there were a lot of bad ones. There's though. a new one coming out. Did you hear from
1: Blumhouse oh, uh, no. about school shootings? Is there really? Yep. Oh,
0: dude. <laughs> I don't know. I
1: I mean, with this, with Elephant, I, I think
0: Elephant. And we didn't won even the, mention the Canadian one, which, which is the um, Denis Villeneuve's one, right? Oh, and Polytechnique. Yeah, Polytechnique, Polytechnique is really great, yeah. and
1: I think that takes a lot from Elephant's mm. style. Uh, a lot of, in terms of just like the long tracking shot yeah. and just witnessing people going about their days, just going to and class, then and then something terrible happens. something Really terrible happens. Polytechnique is almost even more affecting, I would say, because it has that basis and because it really goes into the the gendered mm-hmm. aspects of that you know the whole like separating the men yeah. and women and just that like really gets to you um so not, elephant. not that elephant doesn't uh but elephant i think won the palm door that year oh too. did it oh, wow. yeah, i'm pretty sure so
0: and then like gus van Sant is like i'm gonna make more yeah, so yeah, jerry yeah. i remember watching jerry in the video store i worked at yeah and being like oh man <laughs> This is exactly what I thought it was going to be. And I watched it till the end. You know what? Just Casey Affleck and uh, And Matt Matt Damon. They just walk through the desert. Walk through the desert. At one point, one of them gets stuck on the top of a rock.
1: (laughs) And they're like, hey, can I get down? I don't know if I can get down. I remember reading a review of it, too, at the time of somebody that really liked it. And they were talking about that one scene being like, oh, and then it just has this moment where it's like, Uh, He's just stuck on top of this rock, rock, and he elevates it to this, like, life-or-death
0: scenario, and I'm like... I think it's pretty funny. It's funny, yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I I don't know. I really like Jerry, and it's funny. There's, like, even an Easter egg in Elephant for Jerry because I think he was shooting them kind of around the same Mm. time. There's a scene where they're playing like violent video games in Elephant. The the guys that end up shooting up the school, and it's a Jerry video game where it's just the characters <laughs> from Jerry walking, walking through the that's desert. That's really funny. Because Casey Affleck has that star shirt yeah. that's really recognizable. But uh, I don't know. Jerry really works for me. I I know it's like literally nothing but them walking through the desert. But there's like there's an existentialism to it that I
0: love. When was so the last time much. you watched Jerry? Is uh, it like a yearly viewing?
1: I haven't watched it in several years, yeah. but I watched it a, a few times when I, I I rented it. I remember when it came out. Yeah. I watched it with my mom, I remember, because she would always be down for watching yeah. weird movies. And she sat through the whole thing. And she, she brings it up to this day. She'll be like, remember that time we watched that movie where it's just the two guys walking through the desert? Yeah. Like, two I stars, it. So though. people remember it, though. Yeah. You know? I mean, uh, you definitely remember you it. You definitely remember it. I've watched it a bunch. You know, I have the DVD. I... I I just, there's a beauty to his filmmaking I really like. Well, Gus Van Zandt hasn't done very, many good movies lately. I can't (laughs) say I like his later output. I can't even remember the last one of his I saw. (laughs) Might have been like... Paranoid Park or something, which was Whoa, more that was of that. Ages that was ago. ages ago. But I, oh,
0: he did that uh, Joaquin Phoenix film. Oh, don't, uh, don't worry.
1: You can't something get far on foot. On foot. Yeah. I didn't actually see that, but mm. I heard good things about that. <laughs> that one. was like Gus Van yeah. Sant, sweating and being like, please,
0: well, I'm, I'm mainstream, guys, well, I'm mainstream. The, I prefer
1: experimental Gus Van mm-hmm. Sant. Psycho. Yeah, I like Psycho. I I like Psycho. I will say, um, but something like you know his Goodwill Hunting. Style. Well, I yeah. like Goodwill Hunting. It's not applesauce, bitch. Yeah, it's not my. No, I don't like that Gus Van Sant as much. Yeah. as I like experimental Gus mm, Van Sant. Okay, so give me Phew. more of that.
0: So as far as new stuff, we got Jojo Rabbit, uh, a film that I like. And oh man, I didn't. People see it. hate it. Yeah, I didn't see. They it. hate it. Why? Um, it like... It's such a weird movie to like. This is going to yeah. be our target. I think
1: people. I know some people that hate it, yeah. and I think it has to do with the fact that Nazis are so prevalent yes, in I today's understand. world that even not to say that Nazis are off limits, mm-hmm. but the idea of making this cute, like whimsical, yeah. like huh, but they're so so I, jokes. I haven't seen it, so I can't say. Yeah, I mean I, the
0: classic thing is that like you know the worst thing you can do to a woman is kill her, and the worst thing that you can do to a man is laugh at them. Exactly, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? Because uh, <laughs> that's the worst. Because yeah. people are used to seeing Nazis as like super evil villains, and mm-hmm. you treat them as a joke. That's almost worse. Right. But I understand that people also have an art. Because it's also like, well, maybe some of the Nazis are not that bad. And it's like, well, no, well, none of that. you've seen it. Is that, like, is yes. that where it gets there, that? There's like, a little like, bit of know. classic okay. bad guy. But is he that bad? Sam is Rockwell, like who does a little bit of that <sighs> see, stuff. And yeah.
1: that, see, for me, it's like it wasn't something that really oh, I, love Dr. I Dr. had VTD. to go out to see. Yeah, see He's so seen- funny. See, I'm just not like what we do in the shadows wasn't like as big for me as a Mm. lot of people. I You're right. You don't don't like like him, but yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I really don't like Whimsy. (laughs) I'm very anti Whimsy. I mean I don't like Wes Anderson either. It's just like I, I was just like taken aback by the vitriol for this yeah, movie, people where it's really like, hated. yeah, like
0: didn't they take photos of like it in the garbage and they had like screeners Did and stuff really? like that? Yeah, I mean,
1: at the end of the day, it's an Academy Award-winning movie, so it's it's, it's not that hated. No, really, it's not. But, but it's
0: like, why Taika Waititi? Yeah, like if I don't that's know. the one that you're gonna like unload your guns on. Mm-hmm. Why well, don't you take it against some like white guy who does something I bad? don't know, yeah. Take so. it against like Steven Spielberg and Ready Player One, yeah. which is...
1: <laughs> you know, I got nothing against Taika Waititi as yeah. a person. He seems like a really cool you dude. You hate him. I know you do. Yeah, I, don't, I got nothing against him. I just haven't seen that many of his movies. Mm-hmm. I think I've only seen What We Do in the Shadows and Eagle vs. Shark. Really, oh, so. yeah, had don't like Eagle vs. Shark. Yeah. like Anderson t- imitating. Yeah, see, uh... I liked that at the time only because I liked Flight of the Concords mm-hmm. a lot at that time. Uh, Flight but... of the Concords is so funny. He oh, directed most that. of those episodes. And he directed it, a lot yeah. of those, so I love that kind of work from him. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I just didn't see this one. But did you see a beautiful day in the neighborhood? Didn't see the scene there. Oh, it's good. I, is it good? Yeah. yeah, it is good. I heard it was better than you would think yes. it was going to be. Like because going into it, it looked it's like like Tom Hanks an Oscar as kind of. uh,
0: Mr. Rogers. But what it does is like it's not really about Mr. Rogers. Right. And what you do see of Mr. Rogers, he's like a weird guy. Okay. So like it's not like a glowing portrait of how amazing a person that he was. Yeah. And it does some really cool stuff like all the establishing shots of the movie all look like Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Right. The film is actually set up like an episode of Mr. Rogers. Okay. There's like a famous moment where he does a thing that like he stops the movie and like breaks a fourth wall, which the movie never does. And he looks in the camera and he's like, how about we just have like a minute of silence? And just every, like the movie stops for a minute. Wow. As it's just silent. So like the people watching can just like, you know, yeah, have a moment of reflection,
1: in. yeah. I like that. I mean, it, I heard that it was a little more experimental mm-hmm. than you would expect something like that. I hear a lot of great things about Marielle Heller,
0: the director, yeah. Um, Mariel um, Heller is great. I mean, she did, um, you didn't see Can You Ever Forgive I Me? Seen any that, of her well, films. that one's good I too.
1: You didn't see Diary of a Teenage Girl, T- yeah. Diary girl. of a Teenage Girl, yeah.
0: Um, so yeah, if you're on the fence about it, like it's not the movie you think it is, and it's mostly about like the writer of the article that is loosely based upon right. like dealing with his father. Other issues that's yeah. like what the movie is about, and Fred Rogers is kind of like on the. Outline well, that's why of I guess that. he got yeah. a
1: supporting actor nomination. Right? Mm-hmm. Exactly, and also, I thought at first I'm like, isn't he the star? Wars he's not movie? the star but, of the movie. Yeah. It's the other guy that yeah. I don't Matthew remember Ree- what. He, yeah, Matthew Reese. He's from uh, The Americans. The Americans. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I was trying to think of what like yeah. um, prestige show that I have not watched. No, no, my partner is a huge fan of the. People Americans. People love she The Americans. Loves it. Yeah, it's one of her favorite shows. Uh, we also have another Day in the Life, another animated G kids. Yeah,
1: this is actually really cool looking though. It's It's kind of a. Half documentary, half drama. It's about a, a real-life photojournalist, or maybe he's just a journalist mm-hmm. who um, went to Angola when they were liberated, and he went to go and find this dictator, I think, or this uh, this like. Real bad guy in yeah. Angola. And basically this is like an animated – it's almost like – seems like a waltz with Bashir mm. kind of vibe. Yeah. But apparently some of it is there's like talking head style okay. interviews, but it is all animated. Illustrated. Oh, it's yeah. all animated. I think it's all hmm. animated, though. It looks really great. It did play at like Cannes and like big festivals like that.
0: Um, I like how it's a food. Polish, Spanish, Belgian, German, yeah, Hungarian animated film. the journalist was Polish. That's okay. what it
1: was. I, I can't remember. It's Richard – I can't remember his last name is, but he wrote a book about this, and now it's been turned into this
0: like Oh, man, I need to look at all the kids like, releases oh, and like, check them out. I can't out. keep up with them. That's the thing. <laughs> no, they they all so look... Stuff.
1: Everyone that comes in looks amazing. Like, I and, gotta see this. And, and they, they seem they just...
0: to have been going into like like stuff from a few years ago that have been released and yeah. putting it out. So we also have Black Mother being put out by Grasshopper. You have to have seen this one, right? I didn't get
1: around. To it. I really want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's from a director called Khalik Allah, mm-hmm. um, and he, he's done a few films. I believe he's American. He's done a few films before... For this but this one's kind of a, more of a breakout for him it's kind of again sort of like a hybrid documentary sort of thing which he shot in jamaica and it's just like a chronicle of jamaica and jamaican culture i think he shot it on 16 so it's got like a really vibrant look like that uh heard really good things about it. i think they screened it at in toronto at the mdff screening they did is, yeah which is kind of like uh for people who aren't in toronto they screen really sort of like new artsy, experimental movies that might not get the kind of theatrical mm. releases that...
0: Yeah, like Alex, Ross, like Alex a... Ross Perry. Yeah, I mean, that was kind of, a, that was kind of an outlier. I yeah. feel like that was more mainstream mm-hmm. than they usually... Get. Or stuff that stars Michael Cera. Or that, yeah. <laughs> I like MDFF. Yeah, MDFF's great, yeah. Just open, well, crack a... open your Cinemascope to oh, see yeah, what's yeah. playing Yo, at MDFF. Cinemascope
1: reader. I'm a big Cinemascope I love reader. Them, yeah.
0: Sometimes I do read it, though, and I'm like, who is this for? That's true. <laughs> I, I don't always
1: agree with the opinions yeah. in Cinemascope. But I'm like,
0: I'm never going to see this movie. This movie's like Six months out, and there's like an article about it. You know, I, I'm down that it clues me into mm, something. It does.
1: You know what it clued me into that I will never, uh, I will always love it for yeah. was Damon Packard. They did, oh yeah, they did that was, recently. They did a like a big article. Wait, Damon didn't Packard. we clue well, you into you Damon Packard? After, but even before, oh that was before, it was uh, Fatal Pulse was screened last year at what the film? They yeah. did, CinemaScope did an article. I want to say. At the end of 2017,
0: yeah, I must maybe? have. I've been subscribed to CinemaScope for like oh, five okay. years. Yeah, so. no, it
1: was before you, before you guys. Because okay. at, then so it was when, about
0: Reflections of Evil, probably then. No, it was just about it was when Fatal. Because Fatal him. Pulse had okay. been coming yeah. out. I think earlier. You and, guys don't have any Damon Packard films, nah. right?
1: I I got all his whole collection. I ordered it from him directly. Really he sells it. If yeah. you follow him on Instagram, you can DM him mm. and he'll sell you his entire filmography. Wow. And he was like. Uh, that oh they're like Blu-rays of everything and all this. I'm like, great, cool. He has like cover art, mm-hmm. so he sends them all to me. They're all like Really thin, like cheap DVD cases. Yeah, the art is all like printed off. Like it's all. I have wash. one of them. I've Fatal them, Pulse, right? and the Blu-rays yeah. are just—they're all dvd art <laughs> But but he's marked it with Blu-ray on some of them. So. Classic David Packard. <laughs>
0: but I love it. I mean, like that's the best way I could have hoped. I mean, for other than Reflections them. of Evil, I don't think he shot any of them on stuff that's not no, consumer-grade yeah, videos. So. I mean,
1: I could see like you know something like Fatal Pulse. Yeah, it's like. HD video, but even that, like I don't know. That screening of Fatal Pulse, on what
0: there. the film has been like. Were you, were you there? I wasn't at this because oh, I, wh- I. That saw, was one of the I most hallucinogenic, it like because yeah. it's like three hours long. It's it was not an that audience. Long. It's two hours it's like and two change. Hours, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Fatal, P- like you feel those two oh, yeah. hours. I mean, I love Fatal Pulse. I, so I was good. a big fan. I love all of his stuff. <laughs> and like I remember, there was only like 20, 25 people in the audience, and mm-hmm. they were like not ready for this movie. Even though we tried to like hype it up and like let them know. As much as you think
1: you're ready for a Damon Packard film. Mm-hmm. You're probably not ready, but anyways, back to <laughs> Cinescope. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah. And Black Mother, um, yeah, Grasshopper again. Love Grasshopper. We talked about them a lot. They put out, you know, they put out Bread Factory recently. They yes. put out a lot of great stuff. And this one, I will check this out because this looks amazing. And
0: and to get a little yeah. bit of whiplash from Grasshopper and Black Mother to Disturbing the Peace, the <laughs> yeah. new Guy Pierce so, Guy Pierce film. Is it Guy Pierce? Looking at that cover, I'm like, well, is it John Travolta? <laughs> no, yeah, it's Guy Pierce. I know, and he is, yeah, he's in his Travolta Travolta a DTV
1: is. action film. And it's, it. it's funny, it's from the director director because uh, I looked up the director, his name is York Shackleton he made a Nick Cage joint yeah. a couple years ago called 211 which I'm is shocked really that you bad. haven't seen this one I yeah I don't know the funny thing about this is uh, yeah Guy Pierce is the star but Devin Sawa is like the second build I love it, and he's also a producer on it so I feel like Devin, Devin Sawa, Sawa is coming back he's all
0: over Twitter he and he's constantly retweeted I mean
1: he was in the fanatic or yeah. like he's showing up a lot these days and anyways this just kind of sounds like the last stand to me like that Schwarzenegger I did not
0: like the last day I didn't like but, that yeah. either,
1: but it seems like the same. You know, he's a small town, mm-hmm. Texas Ranger, Sheriff, these like bikers come through. And you know what? I to, love
0: like... Guy Pierce in uh, Lockup, Space Prison 1. I didn't see that. Yeah, actually. he's really like Luke goofy Fasson and charismatic. It, right? Yeah, John yeah. Carpenter 1. Yeah. And he got his check put it in his hand because it was too much like Escape from New York. Sure. And uh, yeah, so I was hoping for like a Guy Pierce renaissance, but nah, he's just been in DTV no. land for the rest. I like Showing it. up in. Um, uh, that Ridley Scott film Alien, uh, right. in like yeah, old yeah. man makeup, <laughs> which was funny. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Yeah. He wasn't a DTV
1: thriller a couple years ago with Pierce Brosnan, which was really funny, <laughs> called uh, Spinning Man, which was Spinning, that, man. Spinning Man. Yeah, yeah. Is he
0: like a spin class it's teacher? basically, who...
1: I think, what is it? Pierce Brosnan's the cop. I can't even remember. Anymore. Yeah. One of them's a cop, and one of them's like, I think Guy Pierce is a shady professor who mm-hmm. may or may not have like a sexually abused one of his yeah. students. Not Pierce funny. Brosnan's trying to figure it, out. but the way they do, it's like one of your it's like some relic of the 90s, like some 90s thriller. I that love just Pierce got released Brosnan 20 years too late.
0: All the time. Yeah. But he was particularly great in The Foreigner with Jackie Chan. Oh Why can't yeah. you stop one man? The Foreigner was so ridiculous. <laughs> like, I like
1: how they have this serious, like, IRA angle. <laughs> they're like, we're really going to, like, Dive into the IRA's presence in uh, But
0: then you have—is he doing his own accent? I think he is. Pierce yeah, Brosnan yeah, is yeah. like—it was like he's big, Irish. A big like, bushy beard. He was
1: more Irish than I've ever seen yeah. him before in that movie. And then there's
0: like Jackie Chan. And, and then fights, there's Jackie Chan. Sadly, uh, Jackie Chan does not fight no. Pierce Brosnan, but that no. would have been great. Yeah. Um, they, we, they can't hack it. <laughs> Neither no. of them can hack,
1: hack that kind of. We
0: also movie. have extracurricular, which is a horror film from yeah, 2018. It was played at the Toronto After Dark Festival, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, a year or two ago.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, didn't see it. I don't know. Did you see it? <laughs> nope. Oh, I haven't. Yep. <laughs> yep. Come, uh, keep going. I think apparently, it's, a it's about
1: uh, a couple high school or a group of high school students who commit murders. On their free time? <sighs>
0: okay. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Didn't <laughs> see any it's great the reviews f- about it. Director's first film. Mm-hmm. I
1: yeah. I don't know. I remember hearing a few people say it was fun when it played at Toronto After Dark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the most, right. That's the most. sounds cana- like a it's Toronto Canadian. After Dark movie. Ooh, I like it's Canadian that. Canadian too.
0: So uh, yeah.
1: don't make me well, watch it's it. It's got
0: some like American stars in it. It's mm-hmm. one of those kind of Canadian movies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we <laughs> also have Twilight Zone season one, the much type Jordan Peele yeah, series. Which I didn't see. I watched one or two episodes. It's not very good. Yeah. That's what I heard. It's a lot of like half baked remake of, like, the original series. Like, do your own thing! Like, commit! Dang, if you're going to reboot the Twilight
1: Zone, like
0: find some new original yeah, stories really. that you want to do and not just like ah, we updated it to reflect the modern age where it's just like ah, it's not as good as the original though like, okay
1: like, yeah we're trying to be like black mirror or something mm, exactly that that's twilight exactly zone. and they're
0: an hour yeah. long which is too long Ooh, that is long yeah i mean twilight zone famously became an hour in the 90s i think and or no yeah, the, no, no it was the actually 90s. in its classic run near right. the end of the seasons they like bumped it up to an oh, hour well. and it didn't work and they brought it back down to a half hour yeah, and i guess that's... no lessons were learned so uh yeah 21 minutes is the perfect time for Anthology show. Yeah. And it's what they should have left it at. But yeah, if yeah. you're curious, check it out. It's on did DVD. You,
1: did you ever see the 2000s reboot of The Twilight No. Z? I remember they rebooted it in the 2000s with, I believe it was Forrest Whitaker. Yes, was it was Forrest here. Whitaker. I remember watching the first like half season of that too, and like I watching a lot them.
0: of the Outer Limits, the oh, reboot because yeah. I played all the time. Because I think it must have been yeah. a cancon thing because yeah, they played definitely. it all the time. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, we also have uh, Frankie, which I know nothing about.
1: <laughs> uh, it's a new Ira Sachs film. He's a pretty big director. He made Love Is Strange, uh, Keep the Lights On. He's he's pretty big in the LGBTQ mm-hmm. scene. Um, since like the 90s, I believe he's been making films. This is he's making more mainstream stuff though though now so this is kind of like a family relationship we're on vacation yeah. somewhere. Yeah, Isabelle Aubert, Greg Kinnear's in this one. Oh, our, boy. our boy Greg Kinnear—the <laughs>
0: the stamp of quality. Yeah, I do like that. Um, one of the credits is also Jeremy Renier, yeah. and it's like—is that uh, Jeremy Renner? And I, he's like, I need to Frenchen up my name. Do you not so know that people, actually? He's a, he's a
1: pretty big French, uh, French. I don't know him. No, act. yeah, he's in a lot of the Darden brothers' movies. <laughs> his movie's way too. His name. I know way it's claimed. way too close to Jeremy, Jeremy Renner, Renner, though. But
0: he was around before Jeremy. And Renner, Marissa you know? Tomei. And Marissa Tomei. Yeah, Who I like a lot. I mean, Jeremy Renner's been around a long time. Didn't you see him? In the he has been around since uh, The Angel, 90s. Angel, I think. Yeah. Where he's he like was the in, in uh, some
1: National Lampoon movie in the <laughs> was 90s, was too. Yeah. Probably like uh, National Lampoon sex like comedies,
0: like Lawn movies. bowling Yeah, yeah or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, we also have The Freshman. I don't know anything about this one either. A young man starts his first year of medical school. It's the only Nazis I yeah. could find. So
1: another French director, he's been big lately. He made a film called The Country Doctor, which was <laughs> very popular with us. It's one of those like yeah, movie that... French movies where it's like uh, Francois Clouzet, I think, is in it. And he's just like strolling with somebody. Like a the country cover.
0: doctor who yeah. he's, from the, <laughs> he's uh, from the city. And, yeah, then, he's like, and then he yeah, came yeah, here and he learns like a lesson. I mean, Canada already did it with... I don't remember the title um, now. What was that? Oh, Ooh, it, it was a big I'm Quebec like hit, yeah. and then Don McKellar remade
1: it. "Seducing Doctor Lewis." That's "Seducing," it, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, he made that. He also made. I guess this guy's into doctor stuff because he also <laughs> made a movie called Hippocrates' Diary of a Doctor. So he's made a lot of these like French doctor-based medical films, and even yeah. this might be like dudes in like medical school or yep. something so I don't know what's going on with this guy but people really <laughs> like these films they always do well when they come in here so yeah
0: alright I mean yeah, people Thomas, love the doctors Thomas they're in control yeah Thomas
1: Lilty is the director mm. so uh.
0: Uh, we also have 21 Bridges uh, which is uh, fun I saw it
1: yeah I didn't see it I wanted to see yep. it because it just looked kind of like a throwback it is it's, action a, movie. it's a
0: complete throwback to like it's a one long night chase film with like Chadwick Boseman okay. is like a super detective and he faces off against JK Simmons oh, who's like um the uh, head of the other like the police unit and they're all corrupt everyone is Love corrupt it. except for Chadwick Boseman and he's hunting down two criminals one yeah. of them played by star of John Carter Oh, what's his oh, name? Oh, Taylor Kitsch. Taylor Kitch, Kitch, yeah. I saw his name Doing, on the cover. Doing like yeah. his big, like, ca- like, he's all like scarred. He's trying Taylor to be like a character Kitch, eh? actor thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and it's I wouldn't like, pick him for a villain. It's done by, I think, a TV director. Yeah, Brian Kirk. He's done a lot of, he's an Irish guy.
1: He did yeah. a lot of British TV.
0: And so it's so like very is, muscular and like, like no fat on it. Yeah. And it's like, every, it's so good because like everybody's corrupt. I'll and it, it has it almost feels like they're trying to imitate kind of almost those 70s films like Bustin' or stuff like that. Like it has like two really good, like one good um, gunfight one really good chase scene but that's like pretty much it okay. the rest is just kind of like procedural like hunting them down what's right. going on the only difference between those 70s films is that there's like no moral gray area it's mm-hmm. like the bad guys are bad and the criminals who are stuck in this situation eh, we'll figure out a way that you don't have to think about what the consequences yeah. of these actions are yeah. yeah but it's very satisfying in a way where you're like mmm yes in okay. a way that those 70s movies because they want to leave you like well, I don't know how is this supposed to end like yeah. how will it continue there's none of that in this so i would i would recommend it it, it was delayed it yeah, was it dropped fun. in theaters and then it just disappeared yeah. So and it's being put out by vvs so obviously they're yeah. you know, like get it out as quickly as possible. i know right treat it like a dtv action film and it was produced by the russo brothers which oh, right. was right yeah big in the promotional material and then as yeah. it came uh, longer they delayed it kind of disappeared yeah <laughs> yeah but I love Chadwick Boseman, so yeah, he's cool. Uh, and I don't know, maybe he just doesn't have an agent that's like giving him the like sweet gigs. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would like to see more of these kind
1: of action movies mm. come out, though. I mean, it sounds a little bit uh, similar to something like Black and Blue, which came yeah. out a few weeks ago, in terms of just like corrupt cops, like love it is corrupt, run all night. They're like, all corrupt I wish cops. We see more. I want to see more of these action films come out in theatrically mm. and not just like DTV. But you didn't
0: even thing. go see Twenty One Bridges. I, know, I didn't. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, and it's called Twenty One mm. Bridges because they seal off Manhattan and. Nope. They're no, way Ooh, I, out. Like yep. I like that. I like that. Another film coming out is Wee from 2018, also known as Weesh, Weesh. which is a Dutch-Belgian film yeah. about uh, teenagers creating trouble. Yeah, I feel like uh, I heard about a lot this. of sex and violence yeah.
1: with teenagers. Uh, on the back of the uh, the box art, they mm-hmm. even they're like it's reminiscent of the films of Harmony Corinne and Larry Clark. <laughs> So that's all right. kind of all you need to know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Again, played – you know, was on the festival run, got some buzz. I don't know. I, I feel like a movie like this, when I was younger, I would have been all over this. I'm like, oh, teenagers getting yeah. into, like, trouble and, like, committing violence and, like
0: – I what was that one that I came out that know. was like a big hit where they like take over a mall and they're all wearing masks? Oh, Nocturama, Nocturama, which I
1: actually did see and okay. I really liked. Um, that one's a little artier. Yeah, that's like Bertrand. It's got a synth score. Yeah, you know, it's, it's cool. Got, I, I really like Nocturama, but this one I, I'm intrigued, but I just feel like I've seen, I've seen a it. lot yeah. of these kind of movies. I'm just uh, gonna put
0: Trash Humpers. Back yeah, on, exactly. I'm just Henry gonna Henry Henry Trash film. Humpers. That's all I need. <laughs> or um,
1: Spring Breakers. Spring Breakers. Yeah, I love Harmony Korean. Great movie. Yeah.
0: Uh, Speaking of After Dark films. Another one, Snatchers. Yeah. yeah. It's I a mean, teenager who's impregnated by an alien. Yeah. The cover's like Seems her like with like a weapons, like tentacles yeah. behind her. Yeah, this plays that after dark. Yeah. For <laughs> <laughs> people I mean, who are in Toronto. Could, could
1: be fun. I didn't recognize the directors. There's mm-hmm. like two guys that directed this. Uh, I don't know. It seems like throwback to, like, 80s gross-out sort of, like...
0: Speaking of when you were a teenager, I would have been probably all I, well, yeah, over this same when here. I was a teenager. I, again, it
1: came in, I'm like, wow, yeah, another, like, really gross-out, yeah. like, cool And now I'm movie. like, eh, no thank you. Yeah, I just, I don't have the patience for <laughs> horror movies as much anymore. Why not? Well, at least, unless it's, like, something I know, like It'll haunted doll movies <laughs> <Yeah>. or, like... <laughs> It's like a genre that like, I really respond to.
0: Haunted dolls. Like doll you respond movies. like you're like, ah! Yeah, it's oh so scary. god, it's so scary. <laughs> and then when I went to your house, I was like, why do you have so many dolls? I up do. I, if do. You're, if I you're have a great
1: haunted clown. Well, it's not a You haunted. do not have I a have haunted clown. clown. I have a clown doll. Oh though.
0: man, my uh, friend take a photo of it who lives you. in Hamilton lives in like a big three-story house yeah. and then he just renovated it all himself and it's filled with mannequins oh. and haunted clowns i love
1: mannequins too and like
0: so like i've been in his house at night like yeah, walking yeah. around and you'll be like ah because ah. you are like look in a room and you'll see like the shapes of like people oh, in the windows Dude, <laughs> that's crazy <creepy. laughs> he has so many of them too he found like someone just threw this out it's like um a quarter machine that you put it in and like there's a clown that like sings and dances and the idea is you're supposed to put like records uh-huh. in it and it'll like dance to that song yeah,
1: yeah. wow <laughs> yep. i mean i would Are love you jealous? To, i would love to go to this house <laughs> Please take me next time.
0: Um, and finally, we have Midway. <laughs> yeah. Left this one for the end. I, I thought that you were going to pick this movie to watch, but then I was I like. Was yeah. I was thinking about it. I was thinking about it. I went, oh, it's not the Bruce Willis one no. that was made in
1: South Korea or China? Yeah, China. Oh, uh, that's a good question. I think it might be South Korea. Yeah, actually. which that was, was called also. Air Force. Yeah, which called did Force. Which I didn't, which Brody I didn't was Brody, But nowhere on the cover. Yeah. It was just like Bruce Willis's face. Um, that so, one I would have picked 100%. I but. thought
0: Midway actually did okay at the box office when it came out, it did okay. But, it wasn't but I don't like know how much hit. money they
1: spent on it, and then I like, mean, it can't
0: so. have been that much because it's the new in Emmerich joint. It, it stars is, yeah. um, Ed Screen, Patrick Wilson, <laughs> Luke Evans, Aaron Eckhart, Dennis Quaid, Woody Harrelson, and one of the Jonas Brothers. I yeah, remember Nick Jonas a is in it. it. Nick
1: Jonas, I believe, is in it. I love how on the cover too they say based on real events. Like
0: uh, what? Like.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's the Battle of Midway. Though. I mean, I
0: understand that like producers are making like a lot of World War II movies these mm-hmm. days because they want to have like rah, rah America stuff. Yeah, and World War but... II is the clearest kind of like America was in the right. And I guess that you so. focus on that, yeah. you're like, okay. So you can sell it to like, you know, people who pick up movies at like Walmart yeah. and stuff like that, who or Redbox. I guess that's popular in America. Yeah, it's popular. And you know, I get it. Like it's done well
1: here. Like mm-hmm. it's definitely renting, like for an older clientele, yeah. it does well. I'm surprised Roland Emmerich
0: is still getting such big directing jobs. I, I don't know, like he's hey, What was the last like hit that he made? Cuz even like uh, Definitely Anonymous his story about who I really know. wrote those Shakespearean plays, <laughs> yeah, right? Big TIFF premiere. What was his last? But like
1: the Independence Day sequel flopped, flopped. real bad. Um what was that other one he made? Uh, White House Down Flock. Oh, I love White House Down. I know, but it didn't do well though. Box I don't think it did. Wise, yeah, Olympus has fallen did really well, and then White, White House, House Down, Down did not, not do. Yeah. So I can't even remember the last time he made a movie that like day after tomorrow maybe that
0: was 2012. It doesn't 2012 matter 2012 though because okay, I, I think he's a name. I guess. And so, people yeah. are like, oh, I know Roland Emmerich, and I. Feel like this was probably funded by international money mostly. It probably was. Yeah. Looking at the cash list, German
1: money in it. Yeah, I'm uh, surprised
0: that like Michael Madsen is not somewhere <laughs> here, no. because that is definitely yeah. um, you know someone that sells tickets. Yeah,
1: it's just like I don't know. I was, I've been... I was considering picking this because yeah. I was like, "Ooh, Roland Emmerich, we could yeah. riff off this." But then I was thinking about like. Roland Emmerich recently and have like, you seen Independence
0: I, Day 2 it's very funny I don't think I've
1: seen an Emmerich oh, film so good. since like 2012 the honestly.
0: only appearance of Will Smith is like a painting of yeah I, I heard about that I was my partner and I were
1: considering going on like a Cheap yeah. Tuesday because we we're like huge fans of the original like who mm. it? and we just never got around to it and then I think I just Scott never... Eastwood is in that one too yeah I think so and Micah Monroe I believe was trying to like <laughs> oh, that's right. after she was like getting that was, cult buzz wait after was that the follows. woman of Big Falls yeah 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 so, and I think that was like her big main. but the thing about Independence and, Day
0: too is that like everyone is in it like Judd Hirsch yeah, is in it I know uh, Jeff right? Goldblum Bill Pullman except for Will Smith even like people who passed away like before the movie came out I don't remember what his name oh, really? is yeah so yeah you should check it out I have the 2D special 3. edition Blu-ray is it funny though? It is. I found it very funny. No. But there's a whole lot of like crazy like Judd Hirsch like driving a truck as a giant alien is like coming after him. I mean, that's great. (laughs) (laughs) Or is he on a boat? I think maybe it, maybe a boat. Like the whole Earth gets destroyed as well. In one of those, like they just kind of like wave it off, Beautiful. like just like the first one. Yeah. really. Yeah. And it ends with them being like, "And we're taking the fight to them." Oh and I'm like, God. "Is it Starship so they go into space <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, the film is like in the future. They have like a space station set up <laughs> to like protect. Yeah, okay. and See, like, I, didn't,
1: I didn't read anything most of the
0: plot it. is that like uh, Will Smith's son and Scotty's would like crash on like an alien vessel, which oh, is like okay. a big planet, and they're like fighting. Man, this gets me so all are they the up. new
1: like Will Smith Jeff Goldblum? Yeah, I mean Scott from... Eastwood
0: is so lame. He's bad. Uh, he's yeah. so bad. There was like a there was a hot moment where like Scott Eastwood was in everything. Yeah, he, was... he was in uh, Fast Eight.
1: He was in. He was in his own Fast and the Furious ripoff too, called um, Overdrive,
0: which oh, we had in there, which was like marketed just yeah. like Fast and the Furious. He was in just... Pacific Rim Uprising. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He was in this. Like Scott Eastwood had like he was a all hot over moment. The place. Yeah. Who makes that decision? Who's like, oh, Scott Eastwood is good
1: because he's Clint Eastwood. He's with son. son, but he's so boring. He's like a I charisma. Know.
0: He's not back for the next Fast and Furious movie.
1: Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I feel like at, even if you have that name and mm. you're like a rich kid, you can you can go You can only, only go so far. You can he, only go, but he's handsome point, people too. People are going to be like, yeah, this Scott Eastwood kid doesn't really have much going for him, right?" Yeah. <laughs> Other than Clint. <laughs> well, I mean, he's rich, right? So yeah, I guess it doesn't really it affect doesn't matter, him. you know. <laughs> but he can't
0: do his craft. He can't he can't practice. <laughs> <laughs> he was in a lot of westerns I remember. He was. Yeah. TV
1: stuff we got in from him so mm. he was in one of those Nicholas Sparks adaptations yeah like, that's I right
0: think. I can't remember
1: one with Miley Cyrus I want to say maybe but. oh not uh, Walk to Remember that was Mandy no, Moore no that was a long time ago <laughs> that, was, that was when Scott Eastwood was probably like what, five years five old, years old?
0: Yeah. oh man I remember watching <laughs> I that in high time. school <laughs> yeah I know right <laughs> And I remember it starts, and I'm like, "Ooh, one take."
1: Yeah, you know think, what? I've actually never seen that film, but I, I, know I think that's an Andy, Andy endings, Shankman so. joint as well. The guy so. who did hairspray.
0: Yeah. I think you're right. And yeah. did he do the pacifier? He did one of those, I, like, yeah, I think or Daddy's right. Home yeah. 2, I think the yeah, Eddie Murphy. You know, all those guys are kind of the same. Yeah, guy. yeah. <laughs> well, he was a um, choreographer. That's what he, he was famous yep. for. So yeah. I'm always like, "Ooh, there's gonna be a hint of choreography yeah. in your movie." <laughs> that um, Buffy once more was feeling. Which oh, he okay. Yeah, magic? Nah, not really. No, they don't. All right, so I guess that's well, it for that's, this week.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, I
0: guess Midway. You have yeah, nothing
1: to plug? Sure. Um, not that I can... Think of uh, you have something to plug
0: though, right? Oh yeah, that's the right. Star I, Kids I, coming a, a up review, soon. Uh, a screening of Star Kid, an infamous, I guess, theatrical release that made its bones on video. Yeah, I never saw went, it.
1: This was a big hit with me yeah. when I was a
0: kid. I'm so I was so shocked
1: you guys were playing this because I rented this movie when it came out basically just because Joseph Mazzello was in it, the kid from, <laughs> Jurassic, Timmy, Park. from Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah, and like some like Where robot is he kid these
0: days? Uh,
1: He's been in stuff. He was on oh, Social he? Network. He's cooked oh, up right. with David. He's the social sure, network. He was in Bohemian Rhapsody, apparently. I too. did not see that movie. Yeah, I didn't see it, but apparently he was in that. Anyways, this film, I rented it because of that. I watched it three times. <laughs> I remember over the, oh, of the weekend because I approval. liked it so much. Can't really remember a ton about it now because I haven't seen it. So since I
0: probably. only saw this movie because we have access to University of Toronto archives, and mm. they have like a lot of crap. Yeah, that, like mostly. Went straight to video, but they have 35 millimeter prints of it. So I was like, "Star Kid, what's this?" And I watched it, and it's crazy. It's like yeah. kind of—I don't know if people remember The Giver, which is about like a guy that gets in like a bioorganic yeah, suit. Mark you,
1: in you, in yeah, Mark Hamill. Yeah, that's right.
0: Mark Hamill's in it, and it's like that, but it's for kids. Yeah, and it's kind of scary because he like gets in the suit, and the suit talks to him like yep. like Iron Man. It's weird. Right? Yeah. From
1: what I remember about it, it's weird. It lots weird of fart jokes. Yeah. yeah, lots of
0: practical special yep. effects because there's no CG. Lots of like explosions because there's like like uh, fights between the monsters and stuff like. Yeah. That. Oh, yeah. So if you're in Toronto, and I mean, why would you not see this? Why movie? It would sounds you not.
1: Great. Especially on
0: 35 million. You will never see it in 30. Never. This print is going to be destroyed after the screen. <laughs> I mean, uh, you didn't see a practice when we showed it, did you? No, I missed that. That and print I was is really, gone. I, it's I think gone. it's been destroyed. Yeah, I was yeah, so I, think mad it I,
1: I love a practice. And the director it's was there so too. Funny, I know it was around Christmas though. It was around s- Christmas. I had some plan, but that's the thing. I'd always loved it, uh, but I'd only ever seen it on like the crappy. full It doesn't exist on Blu-ray.
0: And that print looks so, so was, beautiful. Uh, and the director was like, oh, yeah, the ending, I ripped it off of Michael Mann's Manhunt, uh, <laughs> <it's> Manhunter. Man-hunter. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, what? But watching it on 35mm, oh, I get it. It's yeah. like a Poxart yeah, song, yeah. By just fire everywhere. Makes sense. I, can yeah. that. I can see that. Yeah, <laughs> so- I'm
1: still chafed, I missed that. But you're
0: not going to miss Star kid I'm
1: not going to miss StarKid. I'm going yeah. Star to
0: Well, you don't have any Bay Street video screenings coming up soon? Nothing, at, uh, nothing the in the th- works okay. right now,
1: but uh, but yeah, well, those things percolating. <laughs> That's I'm right. To think <laughs> Endless of some Love? Ideas. How do you follow yeah, that up? Endless Love wasn't uh, as big of the uh, <laughs> the ticket seller as I, <laughs> as I might have, <laughs> thought, might have it thought it would it? be. I mean, it's February. It's hard to get people to come out midweek into February. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. me. Yeah, people didn't have the love for Endless Love that, <laughs> that I you were thought. But you know what? The people that were there definitely I definitely they loved enjoyed it. it. There okay, were a lot good. of laughter and, like... Just weird. Yeah. People mm. were laughing consistently through So it, next so. Uh,
0: time you do a street video screening, you're going to sell out, and you're going to pick something Definitely. everybody I, I knows. Have, that's
1: the thing. I have to choose something that's going to sell better.
0: <laughs> I can't, <laughs> hey, I can't listen, keep
1: sticking the Royal with screenings. Coming from, case, from so, me, yeah. who
0: uh, we've done so many laser blast screenings, we like, no oh, one has but come. You guys still, you know, like,
1: even something like Crime Wave, which you guys yeah. screened last month, I believe, and the, was no press for it. There was, there was a good, lot of people that showed up. For that, yeah, I was surprised
0: know? by that. Yeah. But we've shown, like, film on 35mm where, like, 20 people have shown up. It happens. Uh, we showed Screen Yourself <laughs> on our yo, 5 million I was there for that. Yeah. And there was like nobody. And that was so expensive to bring yeah, in. Yeah, <laughs>
1: that's a thing. When you're trafficking in more obscure. Yeah, people cult don't know what stuff, it is. It's hard to mm-hmm. get, guarantee people are yeah. going to come out.
0: But, but everybody you know, listening to this is obviously going to come out. Obviously going to come to Star Kids. kids so, <laughs> so come on. We'll see you we'll there. Go. And so until next week, my name's Justin Clue. And I'm Mark Hansen. Keep buying. And keep on renting. Yeah, we're capitalists. Yeah. We capitalism. you want to watch? These movies and many more are available at your local video store.